This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso lemon scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! <sighs> smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get Hefty Ultra Strong with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, good morning, angels, and welcome back to Morning Ray. I'm your host, Lan or Alana, and today's episode is all about a habit reset. I'm currently resetting my entire life. I feel like for the past year and a half or so since I moved out pretty much, I feel like so much has changed in my life on top of moving out and living on my own for the first time that... As much as I've stayed in my routines, I also haven't and I feel that I've gotten very lax and almost lazy and have lost a lot of the personal discipline that I used to have surrounding these routines and keeping them super consistent. The key on consistency because I feel like I have fallen in and out of these habits and these routines throughout the past year and a half and I do not have any regrets or feel any guilt for falling out of these routines because a lot of things happen in my life, both personal and private things that I haven't shared with you guys. And also just my life has changed so much. When I moved out, I was still doing school full-time or part-time. I was working full-time for Green Fresh. Then I started working for mutual friends and I finished school and I went from working fully remote to working mostly in office pretty much all the time and having to commute. And then I started working for myself full time. I left mutual friends in October. And as much as I have loved having so much autonomy and so much free time and so much flexibility with my schedule, it has impacted me both positively and negatively. I feel like it's opened up a lot of room for opportunity and experiences and the ability to travel and experience all these like fun and exciting and almost like glitz and glamour parts of life. But I feel like my routines and my downtime and my self-care rituals and my wellness habits have really suffered from all these drastic changes in my lives. In my lives. I only have one life, you guys. In my life. Um, and I kind of want to reel it back in and get back into these good habits that I once have, implement new good habits that I'm looking to practice regularly in a way that is super sustainable 
and achievable and feels good mentally, physically, and emotionally. So that is what this habit reset is. This is how it differs from previous resets that I have recorded on the podcast that I've shared on socials. I feel like when I've made those, they've been just fun little challenges, mostly for you guys to do these things. And I haven't really taken it super, super seriously myself because they were things I was kind of doing already. But I'm just ready to get back to feeling good. And I feel like if you've been following me for a really long time since the beginning, actually six years ago, five years ago, five years ago. In 2018, I went on a journey to change my lifestyle for the better. I mean, I ended up falling down. Not such a great path, but I kind of revamped my life and I kind of got to a point kind of similar to where I was at right now in terms of my relationship with my body and how I'm feeling, where I was kind of just sick of feeling uncomfortable in my own skin feeling sluggish and tired and sorry for myself. And I just wanted to feel confident and good in my skin. And a lot of those similar feelings have come up again. And I've realized that I've become super lax. But obviously from the experiences that I have gone through from that past journey, I know what I will and won't do again. I'm not willing to lean into orthorexic behaviors I'm not willing to become obsessive with the scale or the size of my clothes. I'm not doing this for a weight loss. If it happens, great. If it doesn't, great. But I just want to feel really good in my skin, to feel that I'm nourishing my body and taking ample care of my body in all departments, all sorts. And that is what today's habit reset is what the habit reset I'm doing. And let's just do my current faves. I'm not gonna go over my weekly intention and my tip of the week because obviously that's very much the entirety of this episode. But I still wanna discuss my current faves because I love sharing them with you guys. So I recently picked up a new vacuum. She is an investment, but she is so worth it. It is the Dyson V10 Cyclone Absolute. This vacuum changed my life. (laughs) Not to be dramatic, but it changed my life. And um, my shark vacuum died on me. It was literally spewing out dirt. It was not the vibe. It was making my apartment messier instead of cleaner. And my OCD self could not handle it. I felt like I couldn't clean the rest of my apartment until I got this new vacuum. On Monday, it came. So a week ago when you're listening to this and It has truly changed my life and I feel like my apartment is so much cleaner and I love it so much and it was worth every penny. I'll have it linked in the show notes. It's currently on sale. It may not be on sale when you're listening to this, but it's $200 off right now. So I think that's pretty good amount of savings. Also obsessed with tulips and fresh flowers. I personally love white and pink tulips. Home-cooked meals, really obsessed with this lemony tuna pasta recipe that I've been making. I've shared it on my stories on Instagram. My handle's at Alana Bloomberg. If you aren't following me there already, I'm back into my morning walks, which I'll talk about more. And my current coffee order is an Americano Misto with a pump of vanilla. I get it with lactose-free milk. An Americano Misto is essentially, if you do not know, is an Americano, which is espresso with water. And then Misto is a little bit of steamed milk on top. And then I do a pump of vanilla. So delicious. And it's cheaper than a latte. It's lighter than a latte. So yes. But let's get into the bulk of the episode. 
I want to start off by talking about two things, and I've spoken about them before, especially whenever I have spoken about Atomic Habits by James Clear or Shelby Sacco, um, Sad to Savage. That's her whole thing on Instagram and TikTok. She also has a podcast now. Shelby's actually going to be coming on Morning Ray, so stay tuned for that episode. But we're going to be talking about the habit loop and habit stacking. And I'm sure you have heard of these things before. I'm going to start off with the habit loop. So essentially, how habits are built are through this cycle. Shelby has simplified it. Hers is a little bit different to James Clear's. James Clear has it set as a habit as being a cue, a craving, a response, and a reward. So four things. Shelby has it as cue, routine, reward. And we're going to stick with the cue, routine, reward setup. It's essentially how you build habits and how habits work. So what is a cue? A cue is an event or situation that triggers the automatic behavior. Routine is the physical, mental, or emotional response to that. It's the habitual behavior. So cue is the automatic behavior and routine is the habitual behavior. Then reward is your brain's positive reaction to the automatic habitual behavior. Um, It's the positive feedback that closes the loop. So you have an event or situation that triggers your automatic behavior. Then you have the routine, which is the physical, mental, or emotional response of the habitual behavior. And then you have the reward. So cue, routine, reward. Remember that. That is how Shelby defines it. And I feel that it aligns very much with how I view habits as well. And hopefully you as well. Okay. Habit stacking. So I learned about habit stacking from Atomic Habits. Shelby also talks about it. I feel like I also kind of knew about it before, but essentially you're pairing a habit that you want to do with one that you already do. Essentially, you're building new habits by taking advantage of old ones. The habit stacking formula is as follows. After or before, insert current habit, I will new habit. So for example, before I make my coffee, I will drink my water and take my vitamins. After I take my vitamins, I will journal. After I journal, I will go on a walk. After I walk, I will make my breakfast and so on and so forth. Habit stacking allows you to create a simple set of rules that will guide your future behaviors, much like I just shared with you guys. And the secret to creating a successful habit stack is the cue that sets it off. So going back to your habit loop of cue, routine, reward. So I found that I was forgetting to take my vitamins and I was inconsistent with taking my vitamins. But what's something that I do consistently? Every day I have my cup of coffee in the morning close to when I wake up. So I started keeping my vitamins and all my supplements near my coffee maker so that When I go to make my coffee, I remember to go and take my vitamins. So that's essentially habit stacking. Emma Chamberlain also spoke about this in one of her recent podcast episodes. I think it was like my daily routine explained or something. You can go listen to that as well, but she also does that. Okay, now that I've covered the habit loop, which is cue, routine, reward, habit stacking, which is pairing a habit that you want to do with one that you already do, I'm going to discuss my why. Why am I doing this reset? I feel like I kind of already discussed it, but what is my intention? I've honestly been feeling kind of shitty, low energy, sluggish, poor body image, have definitely cried a little bit too much. My clothes feel kind of tight or fit differently. I feel super inflamed. And 
I just have been spending too much money on Uber Eats. I've noticed I've been leaning on it too much and as much as you can choose a healthy option when it comes to ordering out, it is not the same as making your own food at home. And I'm not telling you to not order food out at all, to not go out with friends. I think these things are all very important. But again, everything in moderation. Nothing is good in excess. I also felt like I had a lack of routine and stability in my life. And I know that by creating a routine like this and sticking to it, and creating good habits like this that I can rely on. This can give me the stability that I'm looking for because honestly, I don't really have a consistent routine like a lot of people have. Like I don't have a nine to five where I'm there Monday through Friday in the office at a certain location working from nine to five Monday through Friday. Every single day is different for me and I'm very grateful and I'm not complaining by any means but it has definitely impacted my ability to find stability and consistency in my life because everything is so entirely flexible. And these feelings kind of remind me how I felt in first year when I transitioned to university and I no longer had competitive dancing as an extracurricular. When I was dancing in high school and middle school, it kind of gave me that discipline. Well, it didn't kind of. It gave me that discipline. It encouraged me that I had to finish my homework within a certain time frame because otherwise I wouldn't have time surrounding my dance schedule and being at school. So when I went to university and I was no longer dancing and I wasn't in school from like 8 to 3 p.m., my schedule was a lot less than that. I only had lecture a few days a week. It was only for a few hours on those days. I felt like I had so much time to do whatever I need to do and that there was no urgency to get things done. And that led me to procrastinate things, which ended up making me more stressed. And even though I had so much more time, I felt like I didn't have enough time because I was spending that time doing other things, which is okay. We live and we learn, but I feel like I'm currently reliving that a little bit. And so now I know how to conquer and change that. Okay, so what am I doing exactly in this habit reset? I'm gonna go through everything that I'm personally doing. You can choose to take what you want to implement. And then after I go through what I'm doing exactly, I've taken some of the questions that I asked you guys on my Instagram at Alana Bloomberg, and I will answer them on the pod for you guys, almost like a little Q&A section. So what am I doing? What am I doing exactly in this habit reset? I debated starting this off with my nighttime routine, but we're just going to start with the wake up. I've decided that I'm going to wake up at 7 a.m. I know I used to wake up at like 5.30, 6, 6.30 when I was working 9 to 5. I don't really need to do that. I'm also not going to force myself to go straight to that because right now I've been waking up. Well, like before I started doing this little reset, I was waking up at like eight to nine. So I don't really want to jump to 630 or something super early because I know I'm going to just burn out that way and it's not going to be sustainable or realistic for me right now. So I'm doing a 7 a.m. wake up. I feel like it's early enough, but late enough that I'm still getting a good night's sleep. I'm not snoozing my alarm. I got into a really bad habit of just hitting snooze for at least an hour, which is crazy because most of the time I'm just working at home or I don't have any obligations or places to be unless it was like 
a workout class or personal training in the morning. So no more snoozing my alarm. I'm waking up at 7 a.m. And here is your habit loop for waking up earlier. This is something that Shelby has posted on her Instagram. And I found that this helped me. I personally don't drink water. I mean, I go on my phone, which I probably shouldn't do. But this is the habit loop that you can use and apply to yourself for waking up earlier. So your cue is your alarm going off. Your routine is to sit in bed and drink water instead of snoozing your alarm. And your reward is feeling better and creating more time for yourself. And let me tell you, by integrating this habit loop into my life as of this week, I've been doing this for four days now, I am feeling so much better already and I feel like I have more time for myself. So because of this reward, I know I'm going to continue to do this habit. Another way to help you get up earlier is to open your blinds and then to focus on your nighttime routine. Like I mentioned before, your morning routine really starts at night. It's important to get an ample night's rest and sleep, whatever, but I'm going to go into that a little bit later. Okay. The next habit that I'm, okay. I don't know why I always get like people write reviews saying that it's vocal fry. I don't know what it's called. I don't know why my voice gets kind of like strained, I guess. But I apologize in advance. I will do my best. So the next habit that I've been doing, obviously, I wake up. I get dressed right away. I always have done that. That's not something I need to actively think about it. Those habits are already made. But the next habit I'm getting back into is journaling. I feel like since I've moved out, I haven't been consistent with journaling at all. I kind of fell off of it. And that's okay. It wasn't really serving me for a while. But I do know how it used to make me feel and how good I felt. So I started using the Dream Daily Journal Hannah was on the podcast. I'm sure you've listened to the episode. It was a recent episode. It was called like creator to entrepreneur if you want to go listen to it. And I've been using the dream daily journal. I really like it. I journal for like five minutes in the morning and it feels really good. The next thing I've started to implement again is a morning walk and homemade coffee. If you are an OG follower, you would know that I used to go for long ass walks every single morning. I would work out and then go on a walk. Or if I wasn't working out that day, I would just go on a walk. And honestly, that was like such an amazing thing that I used to do for myself. And it would just clear my head. I felt good moving my body. It felt good getting fresh air, getting sunlight and kind of just being disconnected because I wouldn't be on my phone. I would maybe be listening to a podcast or a song whatever it was, but going on a morning walk with homemade coffee, bring my coffee because you guys know I buy coffee out way too much and we're trying to spend less money on coffee and Uber Eats. So making a homemade coffee and bring that with and just implementing that. I'm not sure. I used to go on like 5k walks, like really long walks, like probably like four to 5k take an hour to do this walk. And That's not where I'm at right now. That would be unrealistic right now. That would be unsustainable. So we're starting off with like, oh, at least a one kilometer walk. That takes me what, like 15 minutes. And if I want to walk a bit longer, I can do that. But that's where I'm starting. And honestly, I've done it for the past few days and it has felt so good. I'm kind of sad because the next four days in Toronto are going to be raining. Hopefully in the mornings, it's not raining if I wake up early enough so I can still go on my little walk. But if it is, if it's raining and I can't go, then that's okay. It's all about making these routines ebb and flow and fit into your life sustainably 
and it doesn't have to be perfect every single day, okay? That is your reminder. You are not a failure if you don't do one of these habits on one of the days or for a few days in a row, as long as you get back to it eventually. I mean, I'm getting back to it eventually like two years later, but we're here, okay? Another habit that I'm introducing is reading for 20 minutes or like one to two chapters in the morning of a book, trying to encourage myself to have more hobbies that are offline. So not on my phone, not on any devices, not TV, not on my computer. And I've really been getting back into physical books as much as I love reading on my iPad and also the ability to get PDFs of books on there for a lower cost. I just need something that isn't on a screen and I love a physical book. So I've been reading a physical book right now. I'm reading um, Lessons in Chemistry and I really like it. I also recommend anything Colleen Hoover. If you don't follow me on Goodreads, you can go follow me on there. I know a lot of you guys, I think, are sending me friend requests. You can still follow me without adding me as a friend. I don't really go through my friend requests, but I post what I'm reading on there. So really just trying to read to one... like one to two chapters or 20 minutes. I didn't do that this morning, but I'll probably read this afternoon instead. My next habit that I'm really trying to stick by is a consistent workout routine. I feel like since I've moved out, I haven't really had a super consistent workout routine. I feel like for periods of time, I'll be super consistent and then I'll kind of fall off and I'll work out a lot less than what I'm used to and what I know makes my body feel its best. And this is most likely due to being lazy and lacking motivation and lacking discipline. So we are no longer giving into laziness. We are no longer giving into lack of motivation because as I know and as I always preach to you guys, it's not always about motivation. A lot of the time it comes down to self-discipline and holding yourself accountable and knowing the difference between you being lazy and your body needing rest. So my workout routine, what I'm striving for right now is two personal training sessions a week, which are weight training. We're doing a lot of progressive overload. So those are my two sessions a week. I have them on Wednesday and Friday. They're about 45 minutes to an hour. I want to run one time a week. I feel like that's pretty achievable. I've been doing that on and off. So I want to hold myself to it. And I want to go for at least a 5K run and maybe work up to running 8K by the end of the summer or something like that. I don't know but just running at least once a week. I'm planning on going on a run later today. And scheduling those workouts in really does help. I also want to do two low impact workouts. So either weights in my building's gym, going to Jaybird or any other fitness class that I want to do. And then lastly, I put this under my workout routine because it involves me getting sweaty, (laughs) but doing othership once a week. Othership is an ice bath and sauna facility. You can go back and forth. They have classes. I do the free flows, but I noticed earlier in the year when I was being super consistent with it, it really helped my inflammation levels. And I feel like a broken record because I keep talking about this, 
but it truly helped my inflammation a lot. I'm prone to be inflamed really easily. So doing things that help prevent inflammation and are anti-inflammatory and help lower my stress levels is really important to me. So ensuring that I'm being consistent with othership and kind of having discipline around it is something that's going to be really important to me moving forward. I've done it the past few weeks and I just feel so good. And it's also an hour and a half of no screen time. Like I said, I'm trying to get into hobbies and habits that don't require screens or me being on my phone. And Othership is one of those. I really like the mental challenge of it. And it's honestly really relaxing. And I feel like it definitely de-stresses me. I've been going in the early afternoons just because I find the late night sessions are super full, which is super exciting for Othership. But I love the quietness when it's not full. If you live in Toronto and you want to try out Othership, this isn't sponsored. I do have a code with them. It's just Alana, A-L-L-A-N-A, and it will get you, I believe, 15% off a package of classes or credits. So definitely try it out. Don't be afraid of the ice bath. 30 seconds to two minutes is what you do. Aim for the two minutes. It's really good. There's so many amazing health benefits. I spoke about this on the episode with Shervine um, from Symbiotica, so definitely check it out. The next habit that I'm implementing is home-cooked meals 80 to 90% of the time. Being super busy can make it really easy to fall into a dinner time recipe rut or even with your lunches. Any meal, honestly, can get you into a rut, especially with a busy schedule this fall. You can keep mealtime exciting with over 40 recipes to choose from every single week, so there's always something delicious to discover with HelloFresh. It's truly a no-brainer. It does all the shopping and meal planning for you. Ingredients arrive at your doorstep pre-proportioned and ready to cook along with pictured step-by-step recipe cards. It's never been easier. I personally love HelloFresh as a way to get exposure to new recipes, make my life a bit easier as a busy 20-year-old in the city. And I love that it's worry-free, it's super easy, it's convenient, and gets delivered straight to my door. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50Ray and use code 50Ray for 50% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50RAE and use code 50Ray, 50RAE for 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. And thank you for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And this is not only for my physical well-being, but it's also for my financial well-being because you don't even want to know what my Amex bill was in March. I'm honestly, I am on timeout. I am grounded and we are not allowed to abuse Uber Eats or takeout anymore or coffee out all the time. So my goal with making home-cooked meals is to make proper recipes so that I enjoy my meals. I also love cooking. Like, I have fully forgotten that I really do enjoy cooking and that it's therapeutic for me. And so I will be making proper recipes. I've been having fun with the lemony tuna pasta I've made. I'm going to be making these turkey meatball things. My friend Steph Robinson has given me a bunch of recipes. I have recipe books. I have Pinterest. I have so many resources at my fingertips. So we are going to think ahead, plan ahead, think of our future selves, go on proper grocery shops. If I'm low on something, we're not going to decide that we're just going to Uber Eats food. We are going to walk over to the grocery store that's five minutes from me. We literally chose an apartment that was close to multiple grocery stores for this reason, and we were not using it for the past however many months. So we are going to go to the grocery store, no Uber Eats, well, like minimal Uber Eats. And we're going to be focusing on creating meals around PFFG, so proteins, fats, fibers, and greens, and eating three meals a day. I got into a really bad habit of only having like brunch and dinner and just getting so consumed by work and everything in the morning and not eating until later in the afternoon, which is not good. So I want to eat three meals a day, three proper balanced meals a day, and ideally breakfast by 10.30 a.m. latest. I've heard that if you eat breakfast within an hour of waking up, it helps like with your metabolism or something. I don't know. Don't quote me on it. But my goal right now is breakfast by 1030. I think that is very achievable for me, especially from what my habit was before. So it's all about knowing what habits you were doing before, what your life looked like before, and what is actually achievable for you and sustainable for you. And you can always grow and develop those goals and habits off of the ones that you built. Shelby Sacco actually said, I saw this on, she like posted a TikTok on the fitness building habit loop. And she started to work out by just starting to walk in the mornings. And then eventually once she got into a habit of doing that, she added on a morning workout, like going to the gym or a workout class to that. So know that you have to set up your foundation It may not be your end goal, but your foundation will lead to you taking smaller steps over time that will lead you to your end goal. So just remember that you need to set goals that are realistic and set habits that are realistic and achievable and sustainable for you and where you are at right now. Okay, the next habit, limiting coffee to one to two times a day. Um, I got into a habit of having like three or four coffees a day. And ideally, I want to stick to like one, maybe two. And I actually find that having proper meals has helped because I'm actually satiated and also drinking enough water helps 
this feeling and need and urge for caffeine. You know, eating properly, surprisingly shocking, helps energize and sustain your body. It also helps limit sugar cravings. It's really this amazing thing and you don't realize how much it actually impacts your body and how you feel mentally and physically until you do it. So (laughs) I encourage you to really eat proper meals. Like don't think you're cool by not eating. Don't think you're cool by not like eating a food group. Like eating is hot. Eating is sexy. Like having a million coffees a day and not eating and being an anxious, jittery mess is not hot. It's not sexy. It's not cool. We are being hot girls in 2023. We are being healthy, hot, thriving, glowing, positively radiant hot girls in 2023 and beyond. Okay? We are not trying to make ourselves as small as possible. We are not trying to eat as little as possible. We are not trying to harm ourselves. We are nourishing ourselves. We are talking to ourselves like we would talk to our daughters. You know, this is the year of thriving in all fronts, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. These are things that you should find attractive in yourself and that other people will find attractive to you. It's a win-win situation over here, okay? Okay. I've also decided to opt for a misto over a latte. You know, it really is just like the small changes. I will still have my lattes when I feel like it, a nice treat on the weekend, but misos are also cheaper if I'm buying it out, but making it at home as well. Next habit. We are aiming for at least two liters of water a day. I feel like this is the one habit that I've been pretty good at, although some days I'm definitely a dehydrated little girly and we need to drink more water. But aiming for two liters of water a day, having my Stanley cup has honestly made it so much easier. I love having a straw. A straw is a game changer. Whether you're putting a straw in your glass, whatever it may be, Honestly, really love the Stanley. She is my emotional support water bottle. The next habit is aiming for eight to 10K steps a day. And you may think, Alana, wow, this is really not achievable. I sit at my desk all day and girl, boy, whoever, I'm the same. I sit at my desk for way too long, but there are these things. People have coined it as snack exercising, snack exercising, snack walks where instead of going for a long ass like 10K walk or whatever it is, because it's approximately like a thousand steps per kilometer. I don't know about miles. Sorry, Americans. You can go on like little 15, 20 minute, 10 minute walks a few times throughout the day. So like you could do morning, lunch, dinner time, like set it up like a meal and to just get your movement in. Other hacks for getting more steps in as a city girl. (laughs) Okay, you can, if you drive, you can park farther in the parking lot so that you have to walk farther to your destination. If you don't own a car or you want to increase your step count, start walking everywhere and anywhere that you can. I personally avoid transit. I mean, I avoid it because one, I really like walking and two, I need my steps. But three, the TTC is slightly concerning here in Toronto, so I avoid it also for those reasons. And then four, I'm really trying not to pay for Ubers in transit if not necessary in the warmer months. 
because I can just walk there and save the coin. So those are ways that I get my steps in. What are other ways? Walking around your apartment when you're on a phone call if you can or like your home or whatever. Going on a walk and listening to your podcast. Honestly, I got so many steps in cleaning my apartment the other day. So cleaning your home yourself, get the steps in. There are so many different ways, but honestly, just like walking everywhere is key to getting the steps in. Like just walk everywhere, park your car farther if you can't walk there. Yeah, that's how I got my steps in. Okay, we're going on to the last three habits that I am implementing. Herbal tea after dinner. I used to do this all the time. Right now I've been having lemon ginger tea, been adding a little manuka honey in because I was a little sick. Manuka honey is amazing. It has so many medicinal benefits. Do your research, talk to your medical professionals. But anyhow, herbal tea after dinner. This tea has no caffeine for those who don't know. So really love the lemon ginger. Also love dandelion tea. Dandelion tea is amazing for detoxifying and helping release any water retention. It definitely has like an acquired taste, but once you get used to it, it's really nice. You can add a little honey in there if you want, but herbal tea, it's just like calming. Reading before bed and minimizing screens for an hour before bed, really important. Try to like also set the vibes in the apartment. I know it's also for the aesthetics, but having limited blue light in your apartment and more calm, warm lighting is really important to help wind your body down but reading before bed will also just help you put you right to sleep. It's amazing. And lastly, trying to sleep around 11-ish, aiming for eight hours of sleep at night. Again, your morning routine starts at night. So if you are trying to wake up earlier, you need to go to bed earlier, sweetie. You need to aim for those seven to eight hours, seven to nine hours. That's like the amount of sleep that you should be getting per night for optimum health. There are definitely many resources that you can look into to learn more about sleep hygiene, but it's super, super important. I also encourage you to lower the temperature in your home if you can to be a bit cooler when you sleep. You'll sleep a deeper sleep, but I try to be in bed around 11-ish. I was going to bed around like 1231, 1.32 before too consistently, so really trying for 11 Maybe one day it will be 10.30 or 10, but 11 seems the most doable and the most achievable for me right now. I want to backtrack a little bit to talk about home-cooked meals because I actually want to say something that I think she's an osteopath, someone that I saw the other day, and this is something that I knew, and take it with what you will, but even if you are ordering food from the most expensive, organic, best resourced food, whatever, cleanest, whatever you want to say it, restaurant, food provider. It is not the same as you going out to the grocery store, getting your groceries, making your own meal, putting your time and energy and love into it, and you will never get the same level of nutritional value from a store-bought or restaurant-bought meal as opposed to something that you are going to make at home. Like, you will get so much more nutritional value from making food at home. Just like start to be aware of how you feel after a meal from a restaurant, no matter how good it tastes, versus a meal that you make at home for yourself. I personally always feel so much lighter, so much more energized, so much happier after I have had a meal that I've made for myself over meals that I have gone to a restaurant for or ordered in. And it's just 
she also said that like you can't heal yourself if you are not taking the time to prepare your food and put that energy into it. And that could be seen as very like foo-foo and like out there, very like your Vedic type perspective. But I really do think it's true. And I definitely feel like I've noticed the difference in how I felt. Even when I was ordering Uber Eats, I said this at the beginning of the episode. When I was ordering Uber Eats, even if I was making healthy choices and ordering healthy things, I still wasn't feeling that great afterwards, especially after a while of doing it consistently. It just like I was getting sick of it. I didn't feel great. I felt sluggish. It just wasn't the same. They're buying the food in bulk. You don't know what they're adding. So just keep that in mind. This episode is quite long. So I am going to actually save the question period for another episode. I think I'm going to do a part two actually next week. So definitely subscribe if you aren't subscribed already so you can stay tuned for that and see when it goes live. But This is my little habit reset. I'll kind of go over and summarize everything all over again for you. So habit loop, cue, routine, reward. The cue is the event or situation that triggers the automatic behavior. The routine is the physical, mental, or emotional response that triggers the habitual behavior. And the reward is the positive feedback that closes the loop. Okay, cue, routine, reward. Habit stacking. You are essentially building new habits by taking advantage of old ones. After or before the current habit, I will new habit. Before I make my coffee, I will drink my water and I will take my vitamins. My habits that I'm implementing right now. 7 a.m. wake up, no snoozing, using the habit loop for waking up earlier by drinking water instead of hitting snooze. Journaling, I'm using my dream daily journal, going for a morning walk, making homemade coffee, listening to a podcast while on the walk. Reading for 20 minutes slash taking up more habits and hobbies that require no screen time, consistent workout routine, home-cooked meals 80% of the time, proper recipes, focusing around PFFG, protein, fats, fiber, greens, planning ahead in grocery shopping, no Uber Eats, eating three proper meals a day and breakfast by 10.30 a.m., limiting coffee to one to two times a day, drinking at least two liters of water a day, Aiming for 8 to 10k steps a day, herbal tea after dinner, love a lemon ginger tea, reading before bed and minimizing screen time for at least an hour or 30 minutes before bed, and asleep around 11-ish, aiming for 8 hours of sleep a night. I hope that this episode was helpful for you. If you have any questions, feel free to DM me at Alana Bloomberg or at Morning Ray Podcast on Instagram. I love you guys so much. If you leave a rating or review, I would love to see it and read it. It truly makes my day. That's how you can help support the pod. I love you guys so much and we'll chat soon. Stay tuned for part two.